Hello everyone and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast celebrating exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Brennan, the man with many, many holes, and today I'm joined by fellow cat people, Joanna Graham. Hello. Ben Hymans. Hello. And Jacob Abbott. Hello. How are we all doing, guys? Doing well, thank you. Feeling unmodified. Mm. <laughs> Very vanilla. Original? Original. Like, as in, this is my original body, I've not yet modified it much. More at all, really, when I think about it. No modifications? We've got no, no. modifications in this podcast? I believe, I believe no modifications here. Everyone else? Oh. I have some piercings. Jacob, you are our tour guide today. Where are you taking us? What exotic, interesting land of interest are you sort of mirandering us onto this evening? Well, I'm taking you on a round-the-world tour, a Bodmod tour. If Ooh. you would jump on this magical bus. Yeah. Yeah. What's our tour guide look like? Heavily pierced, black eyes, horns, hanging on hooks. Yeah. Ooh. You know, the, the full Monty. The full Monty. Ah, just usual Wednesday night then. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, I'm hanging right now. I'm not sure about you guys. <laughs> I have a friend that did hanging. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. And how was that? Well, it's funny because she was a friend of mine at school and she was really like one of those bookish, very good kids, like Mm. very good at everything, like always top the class type thing in all grades, like sports, English, math, science, everything. And then she went to university and I kind of lost touch with her. And I saw on Facebook that she was really into the hanging scene where you basically get hung up on meat hooks and dangled Mm. from the ceiling. And like... She had them like, she did a few different ones. So she had them hung from her back and she had them hung from her boobs and she had them Ooh. hung from her, her knees. The knees one really made me feel ill to see. Mm. There's a proper science to it. You have to be really careful. You have to get someone who's totally qualified and understands physics and balance and weight distribution and stuff because it can go yeah. really horribly wrong. You really don't want to rip your knees. No. Rip your titties. But apparently Ooh. if you, if it's done right, apparently it's totally pain free. Hmm. What? Yeah. I don't what? believe that. That's, Maybe that's... that's an exaggeration. Maybe it's just not very painful. That's what they tell you to entice you in. Yeah, to tempt you. Mm. Hey, it looks fun, right? <laughs> mm. Just hang from your nips and just see what happens. Oh, the titties, though. Oh, I mean, I don't know which one's worse. I think the knees is worst. Knees, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just all bone, was isn't it, it? Wait, front or back knee? It was front. Oof. It was top. It was just above the knee. Oh, but Jimmy, oh. So the way they do it is they always have to, like, find a good piece of, like, fat basically you can't do it through muscle you have to do it through something that's like balanced and weighted well that means that like you're not going to hit any nerve endings and stuff like this is whole qualification involved with doing it properly oh my days you're talking about like the legit scene is for an amateur scene can you go down to like your local just your butchers yeah go to your butchers Mm -mm. ask to Mm -mm. see their meat hooks (laughs) go to the local pier see a fisherman (laughs) cry before you buy just make sure to bring a pack of flash wipes because you never know where those meat hooks have been. Uh, I feel I'm going to struggle with this episode. Oh god, I'm getting the shivers. I'm getting the willies, guys. Oh, speaking of willies. Oh, no. oh well. Oh, should we, I should think, we I think this right away? Later in the episode. I think let's wait. I'm well, not well, even ready for this we, yet. We need to, we need to, <laughs> as, as with many things stick related, you need to ease into it. Yeah, well, to, to be fair, before the recording, we've glazed over it, and the only thing I heard from Joe when she Googled it was, oh, God, no, this is horrifying. Yes. Now, I've got it in my browser, so when we bring it up, remind me to press enter on my Google and just let's get that fresh reaction out. I kind of feel bad and think you shouldn't Google it, because it was so, like, I don't even feel, you know, I don't have a penis, so I don't get weird about penis-related 
injuries. But I am very concerned for anyone who has a penis who might Google that. So, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. It'll make great content. I mean, oh, we can... got to suffer for this podcast. Yeah, you can you can hear Jake lose his innocence in real time. I mean, that's not something you can hear every day. <laughs> oh, we should be charging lots oh, of money. For yes, this. innocence. I have that now. <laughs> so, what's our first body mod? Well, maybe I should start off by just saying what body modification is, and then we'll kind of dive right in, shall we? Oh, aye. Body modification is altering the body to change the look of it. That's basically what it is, pure and simple. Sorry, does that mean that cosmetic surgery counts? Yes. Really? Oh. Yeah. Then I have been body modded. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. cutting your hair counts. Really? Cutting <laughs> your hair counts? Well, I mean, it's altering the look of the body. So technically. God. So does this not cover internal things? Because I, I've got a question, which we'll get to later on, about a specific body mod, which I think is quite interesting, but it doesn't alter the look of a body. Oh. So mm. I don't know if that counts or not. I still think it would. Maybe it would go into the term of biohacking, but I guess that would be another episode. Hmm. If it's internal. But yeah, so it covers a wide range of things. So you have piercing, tattoos, plastic surgery, and you go to the far end. We're talking, and this is a term I never want to see again, scrotal implants. Oh! Yeah. What? Branding and tongue splitting. Wait, branding? Oh, yeah. branding. Oh, God, yes. no. I've been working in marketing too long. I was like, branding, that sounds nice. <laughs> mm. Just get like just a, a Nike logo just tattooed into your forehead. I'm thinking with the logo that we're looking at, Jake, would you be willing to have a Hawaiian shirt tattooed onto your torso? I'd be willing to have a Hawaiian shirt tattooed onto my body and literally make a nipple titty sleeve just to really commit to the body mod. What is a nipple titty? What is that? Well, I like to think that, like, from your where your chest is, where you, because my Hawaiian shirt that we base the logo on it actually has, like, a titty pocket. And obviously, if I've tattooed myself to wear the Hawaiian shirt, I would at least need some form of pocket on my breast. So, we're talking about hollowing out your man boob and maybe getting some kind of silicon pocket and then mm. using extra skin to make the lining of the pocket. Which skin would you use for the lining of your pocket? I don't know. I mean, the ass is where all the money is. Boobs are better designed for this. Just saying. Because I could hide stuff. If my boob could be turned into a pocket, I mean, one, that would compensate the fashion industry for never giving me any clothes with pockets <laughs> on them. Mm. And also, it's a little padded pouch I could use, and no one would even know. Yeah. If you had a boob pocket, what sort of open? Would you go for the button or would you go for the zip? I'd go for Velcro. Velcro. Velcro is good, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Like all the cool kids. Because zip, you don't want it catching on any excess flesh. Ooh. No, Velcro all the way. Velcro or poppers. I just, I like the idea of a button nipple. Oh, a button nipple, <laughs> that's quite cute. We are forgetting the fact that you'd still be wearing trousers that have pockets, so... Not mm. necessarily as a lady, it is an issue with the... Yeah, it honestly true. is. I only own one pair of trousers that have pockets and I own like 10 pairs of trousers and I love pockets so I go out of my way to only try and buy clothes with pockets and that's how difficult that is. It's the most awkward and surreal issue within the patriarchy of how things are going but it's like why is no one talking about the fact that women have been denied pockets for so many years? (laughs) And you know the reason? It's so ridiculous. The reason is they wanted to sell handbags to women They invented Mm. this whole thing back in like the 1930s. They were like, "Mm, we need to sell these handbags we've invented. Let's get rid of pockets for women. Wow, it's as clever as it is devious. So I would definitely get a boob pocket, especially if it was big enough to put my phone in. 
Hmm. I might join you on that. Fuck it. Okay, body mob boot pocket. Would you go for yeah. the opening on the top or the bottom or just straight across the centre? I'd go for the... Ooh, the centre. Interesting. Hmm. Top is most convenient, but also the hardest to conceal. True. I would go for the top and I would try and go and get it done by someone who could make it quite a seamless transition. So you couldn't really tell that there was a pocket there at all. Like in those slimline jackets you get on men's suits. Mmm. Just think about all the kind of like secret agent female operatives out there that can have a secret like a gun holster in the tea. The last minute it's like I'm just gonna itch my boob. Bam! Freeze, motherfucker! <laughs> I've got a gun in my boob. <laughs> I'd carry snacks in there. <laughs> <laughs> or I'd put wine in there and then I'd drink it from a straw. How good would that be? And then you could just lift and squeeze oh. the boob and it it sprays out the, <laughs> the milk. Oh, oh my god, not the milk. I don't want to keep milk <laughs> in my boob pocket. I'm just keeping wine in there. Oh my god. Can we restart wow. this whole episode, please? <laughs> Too late. No, that's it. It's all going in. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking you all with me. I'm already halfway down the glass of wine. There's no going back. Where did you get that wine from? Boot pocket. <laughs> oh, well. Cheers, Joe. No, it would no. be great, though, because like no one would even know that you had secret wine in your boob. You could mm. wear clothes over the top. Right. I'm thinking about this. So I think, actually, the wine boob is much more practical. So the boob pocket, that's fantasy. That's, that's a pipe dream. That's how do you get the opening? How do you get that much space? How does it not just collapse on itself? Yeah. But You've got, like, a silicon implant. Well, if that was just hollowed out yeah. and reinforced, you could have, like, a little entry point which you could then attach a straw into. Yeah, I imagine it being, like, a silicon implant, but that you can empty, you can drain and refill with whatever you want. So you could kind of put, like, you know, socks in there if you wanted to have a spare pair of socks with you. Or you could sneak food in to the cinema, like, Ooh. in it. That's how I imagine it. Just imagine all the crime you can commit. And then be like, whoa, 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 sexual harassment. You cannot check there, friend. <gasps> yeah, you could steal jewels <clears throat> and hide them in your boobs. I'm sorry, men, without boobs, you can't, you can't do this. You'd have to keep them in your hey, balls or something. I mean, if not, I would happily go for the ass. But at the same time, you can't really stuff things down your pants to try and just sort of slip it away. Like, oh, I'm just going to put this bag of Doritos just... There we go. <laughs> not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> People already use that pocket and they <laughs> use it in prison. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. Well, then you have more storage. Just extra junk for the trunk. <laughs> and how about you, listener? What would you have in your <laughs> food pocket? Why aren't you phone in? <laughs> Tweet in. <laughs> send a fax to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Get a messenger pigeon and send it to this address. <laughs> okay, if, if you had to turn either your penis or testicles into a pocket, which would you choose? Oh, easily the scrotum. That's, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot more give, I guess you'd say. <laughs> They're designed more for that kind yes, of Yes, it's storage. more efficient. To, mm. to store what? Your little sort of D&D dice? Oh, yeah. Your small, your small purse of change? <laughs> you got to admit, it would be perfect for storing D&D dice in. D&D <laughs> dice, couple of pound coins, mm. a train ticket, you know. Yeah, yeah. I if you contactless credit cards in there, just kind of rub it up against the device. <laughs> Quick, Jake, roll for persuasion. Then you just like drop your pants, thrust forward, <laughs> boom, 20. You'd have to like kind of twerk a bit, wouldn't you? And then just yeah. kind of release. <laughs> Jangle it around. Mm. I feel that'd be more the ass pocket that you're storing your stuff in. Just twerk and then boop, oh, there goes the dice. There's a lot of places on my body you could convert to pockets. It's, I can't find anything for body mod pocket conversion. 
I'm really disappointed that there's no articles online about anyone turning their boobs into hydration packs. I wonder if it might be less to do with body modification and more to do with transhumanism. Mm. Ooh. Which, if you're not familiar, like transhumanism is basically... Listeners, if I've gotten this wrong, I'm so sorry. I've not done any research. I've not, I've not done my research. But as far as I'm aware, transhumanism is the idea of that humans over time will have more and more body for modifications that add functionality to ourselves. So we would get things like pockets or like cyborg eyes that can see other colors or something. That kind of thing. Ooh, nice. So like do a sex machinima. No, yes. that's not it. Yes. Is that it? Yes. I've not seen that, but I think that's it. I'd happily have cyborg arms. Fuck it, I'd just do it now. Cut them both off, put some sort of like cheese wire on the end. It's like, yeah, whip hands. Woo! Everyone, would you prefer a cyborg arm or a cyborg leg? Ooh, leg. I'd easily go with leg. Are we Why? just talking what? If it was both legs, I'd go legs. If it's just one, I'm just going to go for one arm. Which arm? Masturbating arm or non-masturbating arm? <laughs> and what shape as well? Would you have a hand? Would you go for something else? <laughs> That's Pentacle. the important thing. I mean, yeah. The hand is probably the most versatile. That's boring. But it is boring. Everything weird. It's not got the grip of a cyborg yeah. hand. Can you not have like a transforming hand that can be multiple shapes? Mm. Yeah, why not? Cool? It's your fantasy. Personally, I go for a massive crab claw. Oh, why? <laughs> to crack walnuts. <laughs> You're really useful might, at Christmas. It might come in handy, yeah. There might be a, a car crash, you could prise the door open. You could, That's true. You could snip people who disagree with you, I guess. You never need to carry scissors. Mm. Well, what points a cyborg arm if you can't interchange it on a daily basis? Like, what am I feeling like today? Hey, I'm going to have flamethrower hand or crab claw or tiny little doll's hand so I can freak people out and stroke their faces. I would like a tentacle hand. Ooh. But yeah, I would. If I could choose any hand, I'd go tentacle. That's, that's... We'll leave that one up to the internet, shall we? They're really versatile. They're really yeah, they versatile. Are, they are. I like you with little tentally fingers. <laughs> I think I could still do pretty much everything I do with a tentacle hand. Just, I'm not going to Google tentacle hand woman because that's... Gonna... I will. Tentacle hand woman. There is a woman here who got a prosthetic arm in the shape of a tentacle. Oh, I'm looking at the same thing now. It looks so badass. It does. It looks like a cool corkscrew. With the advent of 3D printing, you probably could just design your own tentacle arm now. Well, I used to work for a company who did some advertising for a prosthetic... uh, I can't remember the name of them. That's really annoying. But basically, yeah, they made really cool, innovative prosthetic limbs like this. And it's really big because they think, well, you know, I've got a missing an arm. I can have a limb. Why not have whatever the hell kind of limb I want? Have a leg. Yeah. Your arm. Have a oh. have a technical. Having a leg would be not good. But if you lost both arms, you could be like a horseman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're designed. If you for if that. you want to get like a good base for a tentacle, you can always just go for that. It's a wonderful link in the. Uh... Oh no! I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The second I see the term "bad dragon," you know you're in a wild time. A wild oh time. yeah, yeah. I knew someone who had this. Yeah. She loved it. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, I generally thought I was opening up an Ikea link then. An Ikea link? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Ikea, what are the chances of that? Oh, no, it's exactly what I thought it was. The embarrassing thing is, if I went to Ikea and I saw they had like a tentacle like ornament, mm-hmm. and it was this, I'd probably buy it thinking it was cool ornament type thing. Yeah. could just buy this and have it as an ornament. No one's stopping you. Just for some clarification to the listener, we are currently looking at a bad dragon... <laughs> I don't know how to probably describe this. It's a tentacle. 
It's a mm. tentacle you stick up you. Mm. It comes in a surprisingly <laughs> wow. large variety of colours, including Mario Box. Yeah, Mario Box is the funniest one, definitely. <laughs> what is it called? The IKA. The Ica. Ica. I like the comparison to the can. Yeah, I'm just looking about with the extra large. That's... Big. Big boy. That is something. Is the Mario one actually legal? If they called up Miyamoto and gone, Hi, Miyamoto, can we use <laughs> your Mario block? I expected them to be more expensive. Yeah, they're surprisingly cheap. And you can select the firmness as well, which is quite what? cool. They've put a lot of thought into this, and I appreciate that. I feel this alone is an episode to go deep down into. Yeah. yeah. We're not sponsored by them, no. We should probably not be saying the name. Hey, but if you guys are looking for a deal, though... Uh, yeah. uh, hook up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be sponsored by the bad track. <laughs> no, wait, I do. I do. Send me free tentacles. The scariest thing about Bad Dragon, though, I don't know if they still sell them, but they used to sell, like, dog dick dildos. Yeah, yeah. And horse ones, I think, as well. Yeah. Mm. It's quite something. Oh, yeah. I found one called Dingo. I really like Stranger Things and Rizzo Demogorgon. That's, that's quite cool. Amazing. This does beg the question, is anyone had a body mod to make their Wangus more like something from Bad Dragon? Well, there's body mods for your... What's the correct scientific term? Cock. <laughs> As described in all the science books ever. I think the correct term is peenween. Mm. The cucumber mumba. Schlong, <laughs> I've heard been referred to. Chode. That's always the Johnny good. Long sausage. Chode. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> the aubergine emoji, I guess, if you're. Of that you're younger young. generation. The floppy yeah, Philip. Yeah. The floppy oh villain. no, oh no, what have we done? The engorged so, Edward. I mean, I could keep going. Let's draw it back to body mods. I'm just looking at this browser here and I'm just waiting to press enter. Are we going right to the penis? Are we not going to go the other body mods first? That is quote of the year. Are we going right to the penis? I think we should just open every episode with that. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, it's up to you guys. Either we can go straight to the dick or we can go on the magic school bus. It's your choice. Magic school bus. Hop on the magic school bus. Someone could be the lizard, and someone could be Carlos. Do you want me to find a bad dragon lizard dick? Because I imagine there (laughs) is. Shall we have a look at body mods around the world? Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. Climb aboard. Beep beep. This would be the scariest magic school bus episode ever. (laughs) It'd be the best. Well, in fact, there's this, I, I saw this the other day. There's a Magic School Bus episode where a trout jizzes on them. What? No! Yeah, because they're doing like, oh, this is how trout go out the river. And then, look, the male comes to, oh, what is it? <laughs> Fertilise the eggs. And then, yeah, they will get jizzed on by a big fish. It's so- quite something. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm, I'm not actually making something. this up. <laughs> mm. Oh, dear. Let's get serious, shall we? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, no. Oh, no. As I take another sip. Yeah, so let's start in Africa. Everyone's favourite continent. Well done. You passed the first test. There we go. Yeah, I'm not just a pretty face. <laughs> I miss the planes. <laughs> yeah, let's start with neck rings, everyone. Ooh. Neck rings. Cool. I've made a, a small handy-dandy guide here for them, mm. but if you just type in neck rings on Google, you'll find it. I think neck rings look really cool, but they absolutely mm. terrify me. Like, I'm so scared. I used to have nightmares as a kid of having loads of neck rings, someone taking them off and then my head just collapsing. Well, we'll get on to that. 
Because that's what happens, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's so scary. How do they Ugh. get them on? You add rings slowly over the years. But how, how do you actually physically get them onto your neck? You oh. just see them up. I think you just force them on and then just seal the end. They're so much smaller than the Solder head. it. Oh, I suppose, yeah. It's done before puberty, though. So as the body grows, it just kind of conforms. So how do they decide when to add more rings? There's an actual culture around this, isn't there? Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming it's just when there's a gap. And you just keep going and going and going as far as you oh, can. Oh, see, I thought there was more of a kind of like a ritual to it. Like it was a certain, you meet a certain point in your life and to celebrate you get given another ring. But I must admit, I don't know that at all. It's weird because there seems to be different reports on what it is. Some right. people are saying it's purely for aesthetics. Some people are saying it's a status thing. So of course, a lot of them are made of gold. So you obviously need some cash. But no one seems to fully say yes or no either way, which is odd because you could just ask the people. They're often worn by women, right? Yes, it's mainly women, but depending on where you are, it's done in Africa and it's done in some place in Asia, so it depends on which people, really. Mm. God, I'm just looking, they're heavy. Yeah, they weigh up to five kilograms on the neck, and that's partially why you get the look of it, because it doesn't actually lengthen the neck. What it does is the sheer weight of it pushes the collarbone and like your ribcage down, Oh, God. So it actually makes your body shorter. Yeah, so it gives the illusion that the neck's longer, but it's actually just a body crush, I guess Mm. you'd say. Oh, God. I've just come across an article of Giraffe Woman, who apparently wore this thing for five years, because I'm assuming she has a big love of giraffes, just like our good old friend Shaggy Too Dope, failed dropkicker extraordinaire. Fortunately, the results were very surprising, that once she took it off after five years, that her neck just more or less went back to normal. Oh, wow. Mm. I kind of feel this is also a bit of a cop-out, because when you see some of the photos, it doesn't really feel... You see someone, they look very tight. Tight and long. Are you calling her out? I am. Giraffe woman, up your game. I reckon it depends on which individual culture it is, because there's loads of different cultures within Africa that do this. And I bet it depends on what material the coil is made of, how young they do it, and how many they've added. Because it, some places do say that you can remove them without killing them, so long as you do it properly. Yes, I think it definitely depends on the area. But at least on the ones done before puberty, once the neck is adjusted, the muscles aren't strong enough to support the head. Heck. So you have to wear a neck brace. Yeah, if you just leave it off, eventually you'll just suffocate because your neck won't oh, be able to handle it. that's yeah. so scary. We should have said this at the start, don't eat as you listen to this. It's probably a bit... <laughs> I we were going to say, don't try this at home, kids. Not like all the other things we've been recommending and talking about, am I right, guys? Can you imagine the back pain you would get? Yeah, five kilograms on just the neck. Oh my god! Sorry, I've just read in Debeli, the South of the Debeli peoples of Africa will sometimes be removed from the wife when the husband dies. Oh, wow. Which is really oh. scary. Imagine that, like, Ooh. knowing, oh, when my husband dies, I'm going to have to remove my neck rings, and I'll, I might die. Well, that's just mean. It's strange, shall we say, in the nicest possible terms. Hey, we are tourists here, we are here to observe each their own, but, you know, I feel a bit miffed there was like, oh god damn it, bastard died. Fuck. If your body mods <laughs> can kill you by yeah. just not having it, it seems like it's a bit... It seems that some other cultures wear them on other body parts, which is probably a lot safer. Just looking at Giraffe Woman, it doesn't seem like she gave it that much of a good try. Like, comparing it to what the others are wearing, there's no room between the jaw and the rings, so it is stretching it. Whereas looking at image of the giraffe woman, 
it stops like as it gets to the bottom of her head, like just where her neckline mm. is, and it doesn't look like there's much pressure there to actually stretch it. Yeah, it she feels... doesn't look like her neck is that much longer than no. the actual my rings. neck, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like she's gone to another country, tried this thing, and thought, I'm your casual white-going tourist. If I do this, I am part of the culture now. And pussied out five years later, like, oh no, I can't make this fit on some of my dresses. And it was like, I didn't notice any difference. Like, no, didn't try hard enough. Get back Honestly, on it. her neck looks totally normal. Are you saying that she just lies? I think so. I think she's appropriating a culture that does not belong to her. And not even exactly. doing it well. She's not showing up giraffes. Well. She's making giraffes look bad, guys. And Can't not only that, that, she's taking a body modification from a culture that is not hers, and she's doing it wrong and badly and unsafely, and she's not even pulling it off that well. She's offending two cultures. Three, if yeah. you include the insane clown posse and their love of giraffes. Not like Ooh. Les Padwang. She looks awesome with her neck rings. Yeah, she's looking awesome. That she is how you do off. neck rings. Look at that. I really like the pink shawl thing she's got going on as well. That's... Yeah, she's like matched her headscarf to it. It's a whole look. She takes that seriously. Do you think it makes eating difficult? Like, oh, the, the distance from shoulder to head isn't that bad for when you're eating and moving things to your mouth. I imagine it looks like you'd probably have to do a fair amount of reach up. Mm. You'd have to have a Sunday spoon, wouldn't you? It's got this long handle. <laughs> Soup's just out of the question, I think, really. It's quite odd how, like, looking at it, I wouldn't think, holy hell, that's a long-ass neck. But I can imagine trying to look at it again and think, if that was off, that, they'd be like, whoa! It kind of, like, yeah. it's the accessory that adds to it. Mm, yeah, definitely. You can find pictures of them after they've been removed, and I've not looked because I'm a bit scared. Giraffe only did it for five years, and so that was after puberty, so that's not really doing it properly. Giraffe woman got a TV interview about it. Oh, this is bullshit. It's a TV <laughs> interview for the women who actually do it. Come on. There's loads of women actually stretching their necks for real out there. Give them the interviews. God damn it, giraffe woman. Fake poser. Before we catch or assassinate her anymore, shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, go on yeah. then. We'll jump back on the bus. We're going to South America. Da, yeah. Da, 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 South American song, background music. Da, 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 da. How would you classify a South American song? That's the theme. That's the theme Excellent. for South America. Okay. Right, so let's go to probably the most, well, one of the most extreme and one of the most noticeable ones, which is cranial binding, aka skull shaping. Oh. oh dear. Yeah. How is this done? Who is it done by? Well, it's been done for thousands upon thousands of years. They found a skeleton in Iraq that dated to about 9000 BC. Whoa. So this has been done for a long, long time in various cultures around the world. The most famous of is the Inca, but certain Native American tribes did, some Hunnish tribes did in Mongolia, Aboriginal tribes in Australia, the Bahamas, Samoa. So it's quite widespread. And in fact, Hippocrates mentioned it in his writings as well. So Did it must have been quite close to Greece. Yeah, in Jeez. 400 BC. I went and uh, visited Hippocrates' birthplace last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah went to the island of Kos. Hmm. Went to see the hospital he made. It was really interesting. He's a cool guy, that Hippocrates. Hippocrates, if you're listening, thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up, we like you. <laughs> so this is done by distorting the growth of a child's skull Oof. by applying force. I've got an illustration here of how it supposedly is kind of done. And I can only really describe it because I don't think anyone will find the image. It's an illustration of a child very mildly tied to this little sort of plank of wood. And there's another plank of wood just angling down and their head's just kind of in the middle. And you got to get the action of this. They just gently ply the pressure down. And they can only be described as 
a boomerang duct taped to a child's head. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Children, Play-Doh, what's the difference? <laughs> well... Oh. <laughs> so they do, the, do it from, like, babies and stuff, because you think that's when the skull is most malleable. Mm. Yes, it usually happened a month after birth <gasps> and lasted for about six Ooh, months. No. It only lasts for six months? That surprised you. I thought it would continue longer than that. A child's skull kind of fuses quite quickly, because, of course, you can't have it too floppy, I guess you'd oh. say. Oh, dear. Yeah. As you can see in the picture, some of them are quite conical, some of them are quite flat on top. Depends on the tribe. Strangely enough, they've done some studies and there wasn't really a loss of brain size. Really? Yeah, really? despite the fact the skull is so alien, I guess you'd say. Yeah, very deformed. This must be when a lot of people assumes aliens came from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Imagine being, you know, an explorer of old and you come across yeah. this in a, a tomb. Yeah. Ooh. Terrifying. This is oddly reminiscent of and I don't want to come off as very crude here, but mm. reminiscent of the movie Coneheads. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is, yeah. Fantastic movie. One of all-time favourites. <laughs> good. I feel really bad, like, talking about how great Coneheads is. I'm looking at this deformed child's skull. So there's no negative impact on the development of the child? Well, none that i found. I guess, I guess maybe there must be some, but at least in terms of brain size, exactly the same. Out of all the body modifications, I think this is the one of the ones that seems most cruel. Mm. Yeah, the kid has no real say in it. It's just, hey, you're born. Well, we better yeah. get those bandages on. It's like, hey, here's a corset for your noggin. Mm. Let's see how this goes. I'd be really interested to see how hair grows on a skull shape. Like if, it, if it's evenly distributed or if it's thicker or less thick or like how that would work is really interesting. Yeah. Imagine the forehead in that person. It'd be like an eight head. Yeah. Are there any living examples of anyone who's had this done to them? The process, at least in kind of South America, died out long ago. But I did find there is a... I can't remember the town's name, but in the south of France, up until the 19th century, there's actually a version of this happening. Whoa. Oh. Which was... They're not shaping it in the way that they did for kind of spiritual reasons. It was more the fact that they had an ancient tradition, which is when a baby's born, you bind the head. In case the baby bumps its head or gets dropped, it protects the head. But the tie it's so tight, you'd still get like this kind of look to it. Right. Okay. Not ex- as extreme, but still somewhat noticeable. Well, I know some babies that are born via... See if I can remember the name of the tool. There's like a, a clasp tool you get sometimes for babies that are born and they try and bring them out, and sometimes it elongates the head. Mm. Mm. But I think it would look probably quite similar to that. Right, oh. I see, yeah. Yeah, so like I said, this is done for religious reasons, if you look at the Inca, but also for aesthetics as well, because it was seen if you had a long pointy head, you're more intelligent. Yeah, so it's done for a variety of reasons. Each to their own, eh? Each to their own. Yeah. And we'll start mm. trying out tomorrow. Yeah, why not? Never too late to start. It might be too late to start, people. Yeah, you can have a go. I mean, no one's stopping you. I mean, it can't be any worse than the ass pocket. Ass pocket too. <laughs> you could shape it to have a little dish in the top of your head, and you could just rest something on top. Oh, I could just kind of like have some sort of like dip in there. Why not just like remove part of my brain and have an inward head? Well, I mean, that's what they're saying is if you get yourself a cone head, it doesn't affect the brain a great deal. So you've got the extra space. You don't need to remove the brain. You just need to, you know, crack that bad boy open, put some kind of bowl in there, and you're done. Mm. Exactly. What a nightmare this episode is already. <laughs> Goddamn. Just crack your skull open. Haven't even gotten to the penises yet. Oh, we're getting mm, there. That we're tab is there. burning. It's just yeah. waiting. Next stop, let's go to Japan. Or Nippon, as it's officially called. 
Japan, da 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 da, Japanese music, ding ding dong, da do 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 do. Great theme. We're looking at teeth blackening, or I think it's pronounced ohaguro. Ohaguro. It's O H A G U R O. If you want to Google it. Teeth blackening. Teeth blackening. How does that work? I've got a theory about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it necessarily, although it's probably something quite scary, like coal or something. But I think I know the reason why they do it. Is mm-hmm. it because back in the day, geishas were considered to be quite upper class, very wealthy citizens. And because of that, they got access to sugar and the sugar rot their teeth. So it's considered a status of wealth to have rotten, blackened teeth. Am I at all Ooh. right? Not that I saw. Damn it! <laughs> no, it's just as likely to be the case. Okay. They found skeletons from 250 AD, so this has been going on for a long time. So there's, there could be multiple reasons why it's actually happened. Okay. From what I found, and at least in the Ohaiguro sense, it was seen as beautiful to have wow. blackened teeth. Any particular reason? I think part of the reason why is in the era in which it kind of first started, a lot of women and a lot of men wore very white face paint. Okay. So if you think of like, you know, a geisha, you get the idea, which of course would make the teeth look really yellow in comparison. So they would paint them black, which seems kind of odd as a theory, (laughs) because wouldn't you just paint them white? You'd think. Going back back for maybe white paint was harder to get. Black's Mm. very Ah, easy to do. Ah, maybe. Traditionally, it's made by dissolving iron filings in vinegar, (gasps) and then you mix it with either gal nuts, whatever that is, or tea powder, and you just kind of paint it on. Tastes amazing. No. I'm sure it does. Oh, yeah. imagine. Strangely enough, it has the added benefit of preventing tooth decay. It's like a, a layer over the teeth itself, so you weren't oh. actually touching things with your, with your mouth. Wow, Feasibly, gosh. could this just save me constant dentist bills then? Mm, essentially, yeah. You can see the image there of the gay show for black teeth. It, it looks sinister to me. Ooh, oh, no, 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 no. It's very traditional. It's basically died out, but for certain festivals, some people would do it. How long does it take to wear off, do you know? One guy I saw says you have to apply it every couple of days. I mean, if anything, if it stops all form of tooth decay and you only have to apply it every couple of days, mm. it's tackling the toothpaste market very well. Yeah, it is. So apparently, just having a quick look as well, it's not specific to teeth. Apparently, it originates from an era where anything that was managed to get to a pitch black color was seen as beautiful. And teeth was just another one of those things. So black furniture was fantastic. Black wooden houses, everything black just an era in Japan where that was the done thing. Where black was literally the first black. Looking at a more modern Japan, you have the trend of yiba, Y-A-E-B-A, which translates roughly to double tooth. Okay, I'm not going to like this, am I? So it's basically the idea that having crooked teeth or kind of like a snaggle tooth is very cute. Oh, I had one of these. Oh, yeah, okay. This I see the appeal of. Kevin has slightly cute teeth like this. I do see the appeal, although I don't understand why people would try to get it. It seems to be kind of one of those mm. things. It's like, you know, if you have it, great. Maybe don't. I don't know. How did they even... They glue ceramic teeth on top of the, the canine, so it gives it the look of it being kind of out of place. Holy shit. I had this look when I was a kid. I got rid of this look. You ruined it with braces, Jake. Yeah, you should have gone to Japan. They'd have loved you out there. When I saw this image... I thought that this was going to be the vampire teeth body modification. Ah. Where you file the teeth down. Have you heard of that? Yes, yes. We can talk about that in a bit. But a lot of people just get ones you can just take on and off. But some people went the whole hog and kind of had their teeth. 
rearranged, so we say. Yeah, I've seen a few images of that. Let's push forward. Teeth. Oh, oh. Yeah, last thing I'll say on it, the fad's kind of dying out a bit now. Really? But it got to the point where there was an all-yeeper girl group formed. <gasps> wow. <laughs> called TYB48. I'm not sure what that means, but that's what it's called. That's an oddly niche group of, for musicians. It's like, oh, we've yeah. got really cute teeth, though. That's the thing. And their first song was called Mind If I Bite. Oh. <laughs> so they're, yeah, they're really going on in there. But, they know um, their audiences. Mm, that group, I think it lasted about two years. They've gone their separate ways. And so it's slowly dying out now. Oh, teeth and dental practice is getting that bit better and killing off that, mm, that small mm. subculture of people. Fuck you, dental industry. Well, why don't we say fuck you to the shoe industry next? Oh. oh, no, this one makes me really creeped Ooh. out. Yeah, Ooh, yeah this, is, this is the last one. We'll... Before the penises. Penises, this is the tour. This, I mean, this, the this is the world own. tour of the, the history. I mean, yes. I say history. I mean, I imagine yeah. penises have been a thing for thousands of years. Do you remember the invention of the penis? Uh, I remember it was invented so that they could spend more money on trousers and pants to put a needless bulge in there. Stop us wearing nice tight pants. <laughs> fucking, fucking patriarchy. Shall we talk about foot binding? Oh. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I did forensics at university, so I've seen and read some like weird stuff. But reading how they did it was quite something, shall we say. Mm-hmm. This was also known as lotus feet. <laughs> well, that makes it worse. I know, yeah, euphemize it. Which came from a myth that a Chinese emperor had a courtesan who did a beautiful dance on a lotus leaf, and she had dainty feet. And that's kind of where the name comes from. Hmm. It probably started about the 10th century, roughly, but by the 19th century, between 40 and 50% of Chinese women, normal Chinese women, had it, and nearly 100% of the upper-class women had these bound feet. So Bloody scary. hell. Ooh. And it's, like, it's still going on, isn't it? What? There's still some people. I think the last new reported binding was in 1957. Oh, really? Okay, that's much earlier than I thought it would be. I still find that worrying. Yeah, it's so horrible. One thing that I find interesting here, we were all aware of this practice before we actually started talking. It's quite a widely known one. But like you say, it didn't start in ancient history. It's, it's something that's recorded as, would you say, the 10th century? At some point, someone was the first person to do this. And do you think at that point, yeah. the people around them were going, what are you doing? Like we're going to be saying when we start talking about smashed penises and stuff. <laughs> Give it a few thousand years and smashed penises are going to be the normal thing, just like these tiny feet. I guess they didn't because everyone started doing it. So they must have thought, what a great idea. <laughs> hey, do you see the thing that George did last week? I know it looked pretty sick. It looks like it. I don't care. It looks wicked, mate. Maybe they had the same attitude as the same kind of people that ate Tide Pods and set their hair on fire. They thought it'd be well good, massive banter. Are you saying it's the meme of the day back in ancient China? I doubt it horrifically, but maybe. To give you some context, the ideal length for a woman's foot of this period was four inches. No! There shouldn't be an ideal length of foot, full stop! Mm -hmm. I don't think there should be an ideal length of anything, but that's my own insecurity, speaking out loud. No, I agree with that. (laughs) It's true. Oh, that's so sad. When you hear all the health downsides to it they're significant it's insane i mean how anyone could have done it to their kid it's absolutely crazy they can't stand for more than a couple of is it a couple of minutes or a couple of hours either way it's a really short amount of time isn't it 
Oh, a mm. ridiculous short amount of time. And some people think about 10% of all the girls in China died due to gangrene or sepsis because of these oh, feet. Bloody oh, hell. God. Not to mention the fact that, like, the impact that would have on society if a whole gender aren't allowed to... I mean, you can't work with foot binding. You can't have mm. a job. You can't support yourself. You won't be able to probably be a parent either because you can't chase after kids or play with them if you have foot binding. So... You see immediately why it's a status symbol for the rich, because it's a sign that all you have to do is sit all day. That's all you can do. True. Mm. It's strange as well, yeah, because yeah, people would do it to their kids just so they could marry. Bloody hell. Ah, the the good old days when kids were like currency. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Okay, this is the worst bit. There's a worst part? I think it already itself was the worst part. Well, get ready to kick it into overdrive. Because they're very open to infection... It was quite common for toes to fall off. Yeah, so you can imagine that. But that was seen as a boon because you could just do the bandages even tighter and thus make the feet smaller. Ben, you've gone horribly quiet here. I feel we might have killed you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just considering you've been talking to your friends on the weekend. What happened to you this week? Oh, my big toe fell off. That's great. You must have lost about an inch off of that, right? Oh, no. (sighs) And it even got to the point where people would put glass in the bandages they'd bind their feet with, <gasps> just so they had an increased chance of taking a toe off through infection. I mean, at some point, surely just, you're going to go to that length, just amputate it just straight up about, just get it over and done with. Holy heck. Well, how about we, we migrate from mutilating young women to just mutilating young men? I want to take a little stop in Oasis, in a, in an oasis of nice here, <laughs> nice and calm body mod. Because I'm mm-hmm. fairly convinced, the one that I wanted to talk about, because for a little while I even considered doing it, it's on this list of body mods. I'm going to bring it up. So there was this cool thing I heard about where you insert magnets into your fingertips. <gasps> oh, I've heard about I've had a friend who's done this. got a friend who's done this. See, I think that sounds really cool and interesting because the, the thing that I saw when I'd originally heard of this was sort of saying they'd walk around the city streets and they could feel the different areas of the streets by how it made the magnets what? in their fingers feel. Like, if you were walking past places that use a lot of electricity, you'd feel the magnets kicking off a bit more. That is pretty cool. Would that not be really annoying? Because, like, if you were handling coins or anything magnetic, it'd be like, it's like when you pick up something sticky or something with, like, static stickiness and you just want to get it off you and it won't fucking move. I imagine it'd be like that. Possibly. Hmm. I mean, I don't know the strength of a magnet. So from what I saw, it was a small magnetic disc inserted into like a little pocket of silicon so that when you put it in your finger, it would spin when it was in magnetic fields. So you'd feel it sort of vibrating. It wasn't strong enough to pick anything up with. But I think that sounds really cool. And I think that's an interesting use of body modding. It's not something that was visually changing, but it's giving you an extra sense almost, they were saying. So you wouldn't like get things stuck to your hands then? Potentially you could do, it depends on the strength of the magnet and how heavy the object is. You probably wouldn't want anything too heavy because you just get your hands stuck to stuff, yeah. like a car. I can't imagine off. if you accidentally get hit with a few volts, you suddenly just start like pulling the room toward you. <laughs> Maybe. It's the superhero origin story, isn't it? Mm. Magnet, magnet man. man. Yeah. I reckon you could do it in a way that would encourage workouts. So like, you could put something, like, say, in your chest and in your knees... So that your body automatically like wants to repel your knees when you're doing sit-ups. Ooh. You have to like work extra hard to try and meet the magnets, even though they're trying to repel one another. Like weighted clothing. Yeah. I don't know. Magnets, how do they work? 
Well, there, there is a nice juggle of time there, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the time is right. Should we get on the genitals? To the genitals. The tab is ready. Lead me, lead me through this wondrous abyss. Take me to the rapture, Jacob. I'm ready. Yeah, I stumbled upon this. I am really sorry I did. <laughs> it's quite, quite the wincing thing. So if you're, um, and if you're driving, if you're operating heavy machinery, you better watch out. We we'll start with the basic circumcision. A lot of people have it in America. True that. True that. If you're Jewish as well, obviously you have it. So that's like the normal one. Then you get into genital bisection. Yeah, so as the name implies, that involves splitting it into all the way. Oh, wait, like like a mm, like, like a banana? Like a banana, like a sausage. I don't understand how oh, you no. can do this, right? Because there's a little, I'm not going to say, it's not a vein. I mean, there is a tube in the middle mm. wherein it, it's like a, a little tunnel for the, <laughs> for the fluids. The, the urethra, is that, is that what you're discussing? That's the one, yeah. yeah. That's the rude word for it. Yeah, I was well. trying to be child-friendly <laughs> with tubes. <laughs> well, I guess that just starts at your pelvis. But they have to split that in half as well, right? Because it has Yeah, to... all the way down. Both pieces are functional? Does that mean... Okay, so you know in the penis there is the flap which prevents you from urinating if you have an erection? Yeah. Does it mean that with this, with the... What did you say it was called? Bifurification? Genital bisection. Bisection. Does that mean that you could urinate with one and ejaculate with the other? Or is the flap that prevents those from happening with a regular penis still intact? Where is that flap, I suppose, in the anatomy? How far back is that? I think it's in your scrotum. I think you're probably okay there. Yeah, it's, it should be good. You'd just be peeing from your pelvis. The two halves are just... Oh, so like a, two a, like a lady wee. Essentially, yeah, but you've just got yeah. like a, a dick flower either side sprouting out. The flap would still work, so you would either yeah. urinate or have... Well, I, I imagine, basically, yes. if, you, if you picture it like this, you've gone to McDonald's, you've got yourself a yeah. straw, you've got yourself <laughs> yeah. a very sharp knife, just poke the end of <laughs> yeah. a knife into the straw, and just yeah. apply pressure Ooh. slicing down the straw. And oh. then do the same on the other side, I mean, you've got two halves of the straw. But then it's an empty... It's a non-functioning yeah, straw Yes, it's, it's a non-functioning point. straw, but you've still got the opening <sighs> on one end that you didn't cut all the way down to. But I'm guessing mm. in these instances, the straw is still functioning, though, right? From what I understand, you're trimming the straw down. So exactly like that McDonald's straw wouldn't work like a straw. It wouldn't work like a penis. Oh, really? Unless, I suppose, you could, if you had a skilled surgeon, you might be able to do the tube in one side and then the flap on the other. Yeah. But I feel like that's... I don't think that would work as well. It's... Ooh. Yeah. Or like you have one functioning penis and one just a visual nice thing Secondary to look at. Secondary penis. Backup penis that doesn't do much. <laughs> a nice thing to look at with your penis split into. I thought what you were getting at when you were talking about veins is penises are globally known veiny things. There's a whole blood circulatory yeah. system in there. They're spongy. That's how it works. Yeah. Now, if you split it down the middle, can that still work? Can the sponge still <sighs> pull? Yeah, because then surely you'd need two veins to create the blood supply, right? I don't know enough about penises. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of this conversation is helping me discover a lot more about my own penis that I never <laughs> knew even existed. <laughs> what is a penis? There must be veins in both sides because it doesn't turn black and Jay, fall off. You, you yeah. were poised, ready to Google. Now, if you just take what you're about to Google and add on to the end, can it still get erect? Let's see if that answers our question. 
Should we just go down the Google first? Oh no, Jake, you're going to regret it. Honestly, I'm, I'm just going to jump I straight to images. Oh, no, no, Told you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, I'm going back, 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 back. I consider my stomach quite strong, oh. and I couldn't. I it's couldn't like a hydra. It's, it's like yeah. Oh, it's the people putting the fingers help to oh, like a man. bloodied hydra. <laughs> if you've seen the movie Hercules from Disney, well, <laughs> we got a treat for you. Yeah, oh, I thought Vor was the peak. Does that man have a hydra tattooed on it? I think it's a two-headed snake. I think he's got a two-headed snake tattooed onto his. Please send me the link to this. My little wee wee hurts, guys. It hurts. That image caused me physical pain. <laughs> I didn't like... All... Okay, this isn't so bad. I didn't like the ones where they're all very fresh and... Mid-surgery. So... Yeah. So okay. what, what I'm assuming happens with this, looking, looking at the diagram here, the actual image, is where the two halves join together is where the hole would end. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't... How do you urinate? Messily. <laughs> Sat down like a lady. I mean, I suppose, that, how do you urinate without one, Joe? Yeah, I sit down. Yeah. I think you just got to resign to that. So that's it. You've signed yourself up then for a non-functioning penis. It's going to yeah, be split into two, but neither of them do well, anything. Well, what hell of an icebreaker mm. of pies, you know. It's, you whip that <laughs> thing out and go. I want to know the justification for this. There must be... Because yeah. I, I, I assumed, naively, I assumed this would be for sexual gratification. That it would be two, at least functioning in terms of they could both get erections. Well, looking at this one, the two-headed snake. I reckon, looking at that, it probably could still get some form of erection. I'm googling it. If you're someone who has penis split in two, please comment in the section below to give us your direct feedback of what gratification it gets you. Because I know that people who split their tongues, both individual halves of the tongue operate entirely independently of one another. So I can at least, even though I find it personally quite foul, I at least understand <laughs> why people do it. Like, sexually, there are things you can do with a, a split penis that you can't do with one penis. Mm. So, my decision to surgically remodel my genitals was deliberate, of deep satisfaction to me, highly exciting, sexually adventurous, and erotically exhilarating. Full erections were maintained as previously, but now in two complete separate halves. Mm. The erotic okay. zones of my penis are still the same. Orgasms and ejaculations function perfectly. Entry into the vagina requires a little extra effort for insertion, but once my penis is inside, its opened effects on the vagina's inner lining is more pronounced, giving better female orgasmic feelings. I I dispute that. I don't think that's... No. I'm going to say, was that someone you got off the internet? Because at the yes. start of it, I generally thought that was your personal feedback. <laughs> 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 no, this is someone who's had it done. Wow. They posted a bit of a blog about it. But yeah, I don't see how that would feel nice enough. As the only vagina owner in this, I'm imagining from right from the physical perspective of it because it is all about you know touching the right spots. You've got a smaller opening, so that's not gonna once it's in there cause too much issue because obviously as much as people go, oh, big penis is great. There is a size limit. There really is. Um, yeah. So you've got your entry sorted, and then once you're in there, it's gonna expand outwards and really just catch absolutely everything. It's definitely gonna feel weird, like. I imagine reaching into your pocket and finding multiple sausages in there is going to feel really strange instead of your keys. But, you know, once you're used to that, once you're over that initial hurdle, looking at the physics behind it, I suppose, the actual space it will occupy, that does kind of make sense if it's all functioning. 
I just don't see how... Okay, right, we're going really in-depth now about genitals, but whatever. This is the episode to do it. But, like, within the vulva, there is a G-spot area, and I just don't understand how having two penises would help you. That just seems like too many cooks. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's making it harder. I think it's in the extra direction you go. So it's usually on the front, I believe, the front wall. So if you went in at a sideways angle, whichever side faces that way will have more direction that way to catch it. Meanwhile, the other one is just giving a general feeling of player two has entered the game. Ah, Subcultured, the podcast giving sex advice for those with dual penis syndrome. I reckon if you were going to get a genital bisection, you would want it done, not sideways, like split in half left and right. You'd want it up and down, because then you'd be much more equipped for any sexual position. You could go from behind, you could go from the front, you could reach those spots a lot easier, I think, than if you had a left and right Yeah, if you've got left and right, you're pretty much stuck to going sideways. But then I imagine up and down is probably harder to do with the shape of a penis. Oh, it looked like a crocodile, though. A little crocky. And it would look like a crocodile. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh my. Uh, what have we done? How have we got to this point? Sorry, before we move on, I've just come across another one, which I feel I have to link. And it's mm-hmm. really upsetting. By the oh, way, I, okay. did, I did link to a picture of an erect bisected penis, if you do want to see what it looks like. Waiting for reaction. Where's squinting? I'm not seeing the erect bisected penis. I'm slowly. I'm hiding behind my pop mic, guys. I can't. Have you ever seen two sweet potatoes joined in the middle? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. So, have you seen the erect bisected penis? Because that was the first thing I want to show you. The second thing was if you click on the other link I sent you all. There's a thing called fingernail modification. Yeah, I just saw that. (laughs) Which is, honestly, to me, even more scary than the penis bisection. (laughs) Mm -mm, No, mm -mm, mm -mm, no. I found my line. I found my line, guys. I didn't think I'd find it in this episode, but here it is. The fingernails. Yeah, I get really icked by anything to do with fingernails, generally. And this is like, they... I don't know what even they're doing. They're like removing all the skin around the nail, and they've made the nail really tiny. Don't like that. That's... No, no, no. I like how that's too far. Yeah, that's too far. The penis, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shave your skull, chop your nub in half, that's fine. <laughs> Just leave the fingernails alone. <laughs> okay, we can move on now. I'm, I'm happy. I've, I've shared my grief. So just, yeah. just while we're on the topic of penis, maybe this is one that we can get a bit more behind is the opposite way, putting stuff into it. Genital beading is one that I've come across. No, 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 no. So from what I understand, I've got a really great description here. Whether it's the penis or the labia, basically they use a scalpel to poke holes into the skin, shaft, dong, labia, wherever you want to go. And then small balls of either titanium, silicone, or some other such material are inserted into the incision. It's then closed up. You let it heal. And hey, presto, you've got built-in a rib for her vibrator pleasure. type thing yeah i actually at least okay i understand that at least because yeah you can understand how it would feel like kind of a bit better but it doesn't seem worth titanium it. balls along your penis but that's got to add a bit of weight that's gonna feel interesting yeah how does that age <laughs> not well i can imagine like i imagine if i added titanium balls to my labia by the time i'm 80 i think they'd be by my ankles if you go for a bit of a jog it sounds like a newton's cradle <laughs> <laughs> I've just got keys in my pants, don't worry. Every time you go back through the airport, it's like, well, sorry guys, this is going to be a bit of an awkward one. 
Excuse me, miss, the metal detector's going off around your socks. Could you please just roll up your ankles for us? We'll have a... Oh, God, what is that? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Come on, guys, don't make this weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. I'm cool with this. <laughs> it's just the act of putting it in, I think, is what threw me. But I reckon yeah. I, could, I could easily now see the benefits if it's... Could you get some, like, remote thing going on? So it's just kind of, like, click on... Ooh. Ooh. Let's combine Ooh. spotty mods here. Magnets in the penis. Ooh. <laughs> I would take full advantage of that if my partner had magnets in his dick and I would just out in public bring a magnet along and like try and give him a boner <laughs> that'd be great you could drag him along as with a it. woman <laughs> if you if you went for opposite polarized magnets in opposite mm. labia and you could have like a little click close effect oh yeah Ooh. so I could open and close yeah. them you'd never be able to go have a cat scan though that would be a very painful experience <laughs> for everyone Okay, how about we'll combine more body mods into this. Penis rings to stretch it out. Surely that's got to be a thing. Oh, I'm sure there is. Long dicks. Is that something people really want? I guess it is. I it? guess it is, but it's, if it's like gold rings all along, I, again, I don't know how functional that would be. But no. it probably definitely look like something. Hear me out here. Long, ringy, tentacle dicks. And we're back to back dragon again. Oh. Back to tentacles. Mmm. Full circle. Let's all get tentacle dicks, guys. If your dick was a tentacle, do you urinate through the suction cups? Would you, like, nominate one suction cup somewhere along the tip to be the whole? Well, you can choose it, is that what I, I think pissing through all the suction cups would be awful. My hot take is that I think, actually, if anyone was going to get given tentacles in their genitals, I think people with vaginas would actually probably benefit more, especially if you're in a relationship with someone with a penis, because... I imagine the feeling of a tentacle around a penis, because of all the suction cups. So we're talking yeah. fully functioning tentacles at this point, not just like a tentacle shape. No, no, no. I'm talking fully okay. functional tentacles with functional suction cups. I think that would... You could probably do some impressive you got, you got a bit feats. of squid badge going on. Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds much more of an enjoyable film than teeth. I'll give you that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although if I could get teeth in my vagina, I would. <gasps> It's a great self-defense yeah. mechanism. I mean, where else could you get teeth, to be fair? Could, could that go into the nail modders? Could you replace your fingernails with teeth? Ooh. Oh, ben. I mean, it'd be some hard-ass nails. Armpit teeth? Just teeth, teeth everywhere. Teeth on your eyelids. Oh, teeth on your eyelids. Yeah. Oh. Every time you blink, it'd be like a... Yeah, little, little clack. Would you rather have teeth on your eyelids or hairy eyes? Hmm. How much do you notice for hairy eyes? Does it feel like you constantly have hair in your eyes, or are you used to it? You're mostly used to it, but sometimes, you know, one gets a bit skewiff and it gets annoying. I could probably... Oh, I'd probably, I'd probably rather go for hairy eyes. I think teeth eyelids sound quite heavy. Yeah. Sharp. Are you going to have to brush them? Yeah. Oh, brush your eyes. But you have to comb your hairy eyes. Oh, you've got to trim them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh. This takes me back to an old documentary I watched about a family who all had this genetic condition where every inch of their skin grew hair, including their eyelids. And Ooh. they had to shave Ooh. everywhere wow. except the eyelids, which they couldn't do because they didn't want to risk damaging their eyes. So they had hairy eyelids. Oh. That's, uh, oh. that's what that took me back to. Who knows, that could be a body mod for someone somewhere. We don't know. I mean, you can get hair grafts, can't you? You can have hair reinserted into your head. Why not have hair where there mm. was not hair before? Have you ever mm. wanted to have hairy palms, I suppose? I'm just thinking about me. I actually, I have hair growing in a lot of places. I'm a very hairy man, so I'm trying to think of yeah. where I don't yeah. currently I like hair. hair growing in less places, honestly. 
Well, with that being said, you know, (laughs) (laughs) let's just U-turn this boat. What would everyone say is their favourite body modification that's been brought up tonight? I like the double dick. (laughs) Because it's, yeah, I mean, it's silly. I liked the picture of the erect double dick. I'm uncomfortable, but it's not too dangerous. And they're not doing it to children. I like that. It's consensual. Yeah. And it's funny. (laughs) Also, I learned about a woman the other day who had two vulvas. Oh, wow. Who actually did get surgery to make it into just one. But I like the thought that there's people out there with double dicks who could have intercourse with double vaginas. Oh. There's always double hole if you're into that sort of thing. You could always get by. <laughs> if you, with what you're talking true. about, Joe, you need, you need a triple dick for that. Yeah, and you do need them one on top of the other. You can't go the sideways unless you're going to lie. Oh, you could crocodile yeah. double dick with teeth down it. Crocodile oh. double D. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm Barry Scott, and here we have the crocodile double D with a King Philip and a George Michael. Mm. For many of the same reasons as Joe, I think I have to go double dick Hydra as well. I think... Out of all the ones we've looked at today, it's probably the one that's least offensive while still having the most entertainment value. If I was personally going to get one, I'd probably go Magnet <laughs> Fingers, because Magnet Fingers are cool, but mm-hmm. a strong appreciation for the double dick. What about you, Jacob? What would you have gone with? Oh, well, you know, I, I've, I go a bit different here, so we're not all on the same page. I go for Conehead. If there's ever a Halloween party I need to go to, that's yeah, an easy costume. Easy costume. Uh, but no hats yeah. will ever suit you. Top oh. hat. Oh, okay, that's true. You... Ooh, wizard hat. hat would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <That> would be... <laughs> gotcha. You say hats wouldn't suit. Actually, thinking about it, imagining just a hard hat sat on top of it, that would look quite humorous to see. <laughs> so, if yeah. you can put up with the fact it's humor value, I think any hat would suit. Actually, personally, I would be leaning more towards some hooking. Just some hooking me silly. I want me some hooks, guys. You could go do that right now. I've already been to some weird-ass ball party with my juggalo what whopping doomsday preppers, so why the mm. hell not? Let's get some hooks in the equation, guys. Which body mod would be most useful in a doomsday scenario? Because mm. I think magnet Ooh. fingers would be very yeah, useful. Yeah, that would be pretty Depends good. Depends strength for magnets. I'd be tempted to say extra teeth in places. Oh, um, yeah, okay. You've got that predator factor. The more teeth, the better the predator, right? Yeah, as someone who has had the double teeth thing, it only just makes it really annoying when you get shit stuck in there. Not that that's the, you know, the biggest priority in a doomsday situation, but it kind of feels like that'd be the one thing I'd have to get my double tongues on all the time. I just want to point out for a moment there, when you started out with, I think as someone who's had the double, I thought you were about to go for the big, <laughs> the big reveal there for you were a double dick. Hey, if we get a trillion followers, boom, put me right up in there. Jake, Sign don't say that. No. <laughs> I've committed now. We'll hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> With a trillion followers, I hope I'll be able to buy an extra dick, but who knows? I think as, as we're oh. sort of rounding out here, then, I think we should just have a quick round up of some honourable mentions. One of which I've come across is tattoo-breast-implant combo. Having a tattoo of a rather scantily clad lady, and then having miniature breast implants put underneath a tattoo. No! <laughs> is this I, a real I have thing? pasted a link there to a... No, it's real? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 it looks so bad. (laughs) And it's on his leg, so it looks like he's got a tumour. Oh Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, each their own, but who thinks that's a good look? It looks like Michael Jackson. He does, clearly. Like with the hat, smooth criminal. Seriously. Also linked in there is a man who has given himself an extra ear on his arm. 
He must just yeah. read like he is. Okay. What? Is oh. he growing it for a particular reason? Apparently he's an artist and he just liked how it looked. Okay. Right. This is the next step, I guess. Performance artist Stelios Arcadius? Arcadius has had an ear implanted in his forearm. Not content with a power to make people shit where they're standing simply by rolling up his sleeves, he, um, he has a plan <laughs> to implant a microphone so people can listen to what his arm is hearing. That, wow. is, that is an interesting man. Wow. I knew a guy when I was younger called Snake Man. He's a man I met at the park. Um, <laughs> the, the, Joe, the are, park. You, are you okay, Joe? Is this... <laughs> <laughs> this is my trauma. Yeah, I used to hang out at the park a lot and there was this man there, this is my first ever interaction with wrestling was with these guys who used to just wrestle in the park. And one okay. of them was called Snake Man. And he had all these body modifications and he had a split tongue. But the weirdest one I thought was he had his spine pierced all the way down. It's proper freaky looking. If you Google spine piercing, I'm pretty sure it will come up. I just Googled Snake Man and found the character from Mega Man. <laughs> I've seen a variation of this before on someone, which was a, I think it's called corset piercing. Yep. Where yeah, you yeah, go yeah, either yeah. side yeah, and then yeah. you can tie yep. a string between it. So upsetting. <laughs> powerful, powerful look. And I think, I think one that we haven't mentioned yet, we've been freaked out by fingernails, we've been freaked out by teeth stuff. Eyes. Eye tattoos. Oh, no, bad. eye tattoos are so scary. <sighs> that is a, that's a heavy commitment. In terms of the body modification here, it's like, hey, I want to make sure that my eyes are jet black like my sword. Especially because the process of getting it done, with a lot of these body modifications, you don't get access to general anaesthetic because that's something that only like medical professionals can access. So a lot of these, you just have to like bite down on a belt and just go with it. And with eye tattoos, you have to look at one point and if you like even move your eye like a split second to like, the left or the right while they're tattooing, you can go completely blind. I'm just trying to imagine the needle getting close to your no! eye. <laughs> I can't even put on eyeliner without freaking out. <laughs> well, if there's something to say about this, it's that if people who do it, hats off for the commitment. I couldn't put myself through, I can barely put myself through general needles, let alone something like that. So that's got to take some, some gusto, some balls, or extra balls if you have. Or maybe you've taken them off, in which case but no maybe balls. a handy pocket. Exactly. One of those many, many handy pockets. <laughs> and now that we've gone full circle, I think let's, let's, let's pull on the brakes and call it there, everyone. The nightmare's over. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I hope you've been enlightened in the possibilities of what you can as a body modder. We are the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise. <laughs> I would I would like to see the the double penis <laughs>